So, hello everybody. Welcome to our first podcast episode. Um, we're gonna call this uh, coffee and kuhin. <laughs> yes. And everybody in there, like, what the hell is kuhin? What is kuhin? Can you explain that to the people? Well, some of the Germans know what kuhin means, but kuhin is basically cake. We call it coffee and kuchen because in Germany there is a dedicated time for coffee and cake. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Every day, four Every o'clock, day. <laughs> people stop. They do what they what what they have to do and go and go and get coffee kuchen. They call it coffee kuchen. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. so coffee and kuchen. Since I'm the American side, I'm the coffee, and I'm the sweet kuchen. The sweet kuchen side, and ironically, the the funny part about this whole situation is that I don't mess with neither one of those. I don't drink coffee. I don't really eat cake. No. Once in a blue. Well, he does eat cake sometimes. <laughs> Better stop playing. <laughs> Listen, you know what's what happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom. Let's not bring it out for the people. You know? Well, to be fair, you also had cake, not kuchen. Sorry, in Germany. Yeah, yeah. I was I was fully engulfed in the full culture when we was out there. Yeah, you were you were really German. Yeah, I wasn't playing. Yeah. Look look at me. I even bought this jersey out there. Look yeah. Müller. Müller. I bought the Müller. Yeah. It's Müller. I messed it Müller. up. No. All right. Sorry, Müller. If you ever see this video, I didn't <laughs> really mean to butcher your name like that. But anyway. <laughs> but yes, thank you for joining us today. Um it's been a long time waiting. I know we've been um, back and forth telling you guys it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's here. You sound really good over the microphone. Oh, yeah. You like my voice on there? I do. Thank you. They call me the young Barry White. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, they call me Angela White and common. So, hey, I guess we the whites. <laughs> We're no longer La Edwards or Edwards. <laughs> We're the whites. Change my voice on there? Could I? No, did you? No. Why? Do I sound like this? Yeah. Like this? I What I hear, I sound like this in real life? Now you see what I've been struggling with for the past four years. <laughs> Crazy. I sound awful. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're a little tongue-tied. <laughs> you're a little tongue-tied sometimes. <laughs> That's why we got the words game. I feel like I don't sound like this in the videos. I sound terrible. I feel like you messed around with it just so. Yeah, you know, we, we're going to get the mics and the levels and the adjusting right. This is our first episode, so give us a little bit, you know. Give us a little bit. We'll get all of that right. But, yeah, this is how you sound in real life. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, apology accepted, I guess. <laughs> I got a lifetime to go. Four years down, a lifetime to go. I got to <laughs> deal with this. Don't you? Hmm? Hmm? What'd you say? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got me on the mic sweating. <laughs> Should have brought my sweat rag. I told you. Yeah. Well, told you. It is what it is. Got you one on a wedding day. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. It was pretty big though. That was more like a like a uh like a whole bath towel. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to try? I didn't take a shower here. You know, they brought a whole towel for me. You do sweat a lot. So. I do. But I usually carry like a little washcloth or something, to like be a little fair, square joint. Wherever I ordered it from, it looked smaller, and I don't know the dimensions of like American, you know, yeah, sizes. So yeah, it told you width and length, and you was looking at 
I mean, in inches, and you was thinking centimeters. So, let me ask you this. Okay. Were oh, you? Oh man, when you when you grab your hands and twist, you know what I'm saying? But the, I know it's a very important question. Mm, let me ask you this. Can I ask then you a question? Then you interlock your fingers. Yeah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Okay. <laughs> you know when when girls ask that? Hey, can we talk? Oh man, you in trouble. <laughs> Get out of there. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, get so, out of there. Wherever you grew up, right? It was a hood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So when you grew up there and you were like, I don't know, 10 or 11. Okay. Did you ever think like you're going to be a gangster? No. No. I never. <laughs> like, no, never no, thought no. that, you know, when you see the environment you're in and mm -hmm. you're growing up in that, you might think like, or like, I don't know, your brothers and stuff. And you'd be like, oh, I'm going to grow into like gang life or I'm going to grow into becoming a gangster too. No, 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 no. Because like, I was smarter than that. I was scary anyway. So I, you know, I wasn't really thinking of joining a gang. I had a lot of friends. I played sports too. I was more mm. into sports. So a lot of kids, I feel like that, that into that lifestyle. They um they didn't play sports. They didn't stay active enough. But now nah, my mom wasn't with all that. You know, she wasn't trying to have all of that happen. But anyway, my mom worked nights too, so it could. It would have been a perfect opportunity. Exactly, I could have easily fell into that. Yeah, into that. No, I was just thinking because a lot of people are like when they're growing up, you know, and then they talk about the experience of growing up in a hood, and they're talking about. That they have no choice, which I believe some really don't because like the older siblings are pulling them in or family or, you know, even sometimes parents talking about, you know, you got a hustle for the family and stuff like that. So that's, I was yeah. just wondering for you growing up in a hood. Did I feel that pressure to yeah. have to do that? No, because my, my family wasn't like that either. Okay. I mean, you got your certain family members that was fully engulfed <laughs> and like. You know, in and out of jail type of stuff. But the main people that I was around normally on an everyday basis, they wasn't into that lifestyle. Okay. I mean, but you have, I mean, they wasn't into the gang culture, I should say. Yeah. I had some strong influences like my older brothers and, well, my, my oldest brother that, you know, really made sure I was straight. Yeah, I can't, I can see him doing that. Yeah. But anyway, um, Let's talk about you. Like, you know, you ask a B questions. You know about me here. Yeah, let's talk about you. Who sold you the American dream? <laughs> Who told you to come out here thinking everything was sweet? <laughs> you know, I loved it. I really uh -huh. loved it for the first seven years. Mm -hmm. And then it just went downhill from there. <laughs> downhill? Like, why, why downhill? <laughs> no, I think it was fine until... When you met me? Wow. First seven years. Then it went downhill, and I was there at year six, year five, year six. Wow. Tell the people what you really feel. <laughs> no, no, no. I think um, I really did love it because the reason, you know, why I came here is because America is being, I don't even know how to describe it. It's being sold as a dream, and it's, it can be. You can make it a dream. Yeah. But 
to a certain expense, if that makes sense. So you have to sacrifice certain other things. So I feel like in America, you can make it really big and really, you know, make a lot of money. But at the same time, at what cost does it come? Yeah. So And you can lose your life in the blink of an eye. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. And for the first, you know, I guess seven, eight years, uh, it was, it was great. Especially when, you know, I was still single. Yeah, you was 21 years old. You was a little spring chicken. So <laughs> was. I was living in near Detroit and it was. Oh, yeah, it was getting wild. It was fun. In Detroit, too. Like, I, like, when I think of Detroit, I think of, like, BMF. You ever heard of BMF? No. Black Mafia Family? It's a show that I'll be watching on Stars. Yeah, yeah season two just dropped. I'm about to go pick to go check that out but anyway i think of that and it's just like real it's hood over there it is you know hood. What i mean yeah so but i loved it yeah it was different hood i feel like when you i don't want to say grow up because i never grew up in but Detroit. you was there yeah so like you know. I, but what i'm saying is i don't know their struggles because i can't relate to their struggles because i i was living in a different situation mm-hmm. but living there for that long just showed me what it's like there. Yeah. I never felt in danger in Detroit. People yeah. are like, oh my God, how can you, you know, it was like, I don't know, 2 a.m. in the morning and I'm right after the club, half naked, walking downtown Gracia. Like we're one of the most dangerous streets in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And people are like, are you crazy? You're going to lose your life. I never felt danger. Maybe I was delusional. Maybe. Or too drunk. <laughs> or too drunk. <laughs> Didn't even realize there was a <laughs> Jason behind you from <laughs> But I never felt the way to like, you know, clutch my purse or anything like that. Like I never That's felt danger. But when I'm in Ebor, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, Ebor different. It's, it's like if it for, for hold on, let's give them a little quick background on Ebor. So there's a, a little city in, in Tampa called Ebor City. And it gets a little wild out there. It's a little, it's a little it's wild. Different. Yeah, Tampa, Florida is called Ebor City, but it gets yeah. a little wild, and these young boys ain't playing around these yeah. days. But I guess when you hang around certain, you know, cities and and streets, you feel safer. Yeah. Like you feel like okay, it's not as bad, or it's not, you know, as dangerous as people make it seem. It might still be dangerous, but you feel as if it's not. Yeah. Well, because you was around it, so you yeah. didn't really see it. That's like me growing up in my area where I grew up at. It's yeah. just like I didn't feel any type of danger, but it could go down at any moment. Right. You never knew, like you know what I'm saying. So it's it's yeah. a little different. Also, I was young and dumb. Yeah. Like I did some shit I shouldn't have. Like when I was driving down certain streets, and then we would even take people who grow up actually on those streets. They were like. Yeah, you you could have gotten killed. Do you two white girls in a fucking car? <laughs> Take your ass home. Like you should not be here. Like I go down, go down uh Smith Street, bust that left, and don't come back. All right. <laughs> Literally, the first time in a club uh, in Detroit, it was Pontiac. Actually, for those of people in Detroit, know Pontiac. And Viola and I uh, walked into the club, and the promoter, rest in peace, Sean. Rest in peace to Shaw. Uh, walked up to us and said, 
you guys look like you don't belong here. Mm. Y'all need to go. That should have been a, a telltale sign to get y'all asses up out of there. Yeah, but we came there every weekend after that. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they was loving y'all in there, too. Oh, it was yeah. like, look at them two white girls. And, and, and we didn't know mm-hmm. what was going on. We just seen we see, You just seen all that chocolate. I was just shaking. I was like, ooh, they're getting down. I might like girl stuff. <laughs> I've never seen somebody shaking their ass like this. Mm, yeah. Like in Germany, we shake ass, but not like that. I was like, damn, they look like out of a movie. Listen, when that chocolate thing stopped bouncing. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I guess I was sold an American dream, which it was for a long time until I became a mother. And now my priorities change and my... I don't know. My you have somebody else to live for. Yeah, I I know what you're saying because we we're, we're raising the same daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand yeah. uh, what you're saying. So you you your mindset is different, right? Um, my priorities are different. Your priorities are different, and you have somebody else to live for and take care of. Right, and so, I want her safety as well. And yeah. let's be honest, main it's not priority. Safe. And let's be honest, it's not safe. It's not the safest place, no. no. Not at all. And and I stay with my head on a swivel. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard that term before, but when you play I, sports, so. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You play sports, coach always tell you, you know, keep your head on the swivel. Get blocked and blindsided, knocked out the game, done, career over. You got CTE, concussion, it's over. Anyway, I'm sorry. No disrespect to anybody that's suffering from CTE from playing sports, but yeah, keep your head on the swivel. What I mean is that when we're going into these public places with our daughter and, you know, we're shopping and doing things, I always got my eyes out looking for exits, which it shouldn't really be like that. It shouldn't. No. And I did Um, grow up like this, so it's very shocking how alert, like the best example was at the mall here. When we took her and we were shopping and somebody, I am almost certain they were kid, trying to kidnap her. Yeah, he was, a little, he was a little shifty. Like he followed us throughout the entire store, store yeah. and was like not even looking at products. He would like. Just looking at. He would look at Isabella <laughs> and be like grabbing something to make noises like, oh, I'm looking at something, but having his eyes on her. Yeah. It was like the scariest thing ever. I was like, yeah, she... Oh, I wish he would. Nah, I don't wish he would, but I would have... Listen, he ain't outrunning me. He was too little. I would have caught his ass. You never know how many people are with him, though. Yeah. That's the problem. They're never alone. They have, like, a whole group of people. Mm. So, there's just... It's just things like this. I don't want to have to worry about it. It was so nice when we were walking in Germany, and I could just breathe for a second and not think she's going to get kidnapped, we're going to get killed, we're going to, like... These things, you know, Germany is not 100% safe either. Not none, no, no country, country is. No country is 100% no, safe. No, no. But to the extent of fear that you're living in here as a parent or as a woman in general, to a, having to fear to going into a Walmart or a Target or anything by yourself and maybe not coming out there alive again is just terrifying. Yeah. That yeah. in Germany it's just not happening. I agree. I agree. I felt that same sense of security when we was out there but i was still on alert because yeah. remember you you asked me you was like yo why are you so uh 
you were so oversensitive that you yeah. here not even are but i guess because of the environment it's a that different you didn't place. know yeah, yeah it's culture shock so it's just like i don't i don't know yeah because i'm american i don't, I don't know i'm a i'm a black american yeah in germany so like i don't know how they look at us yeah. first of all you know they already view us crazy now american. yeah you know what i'm saying so most most people the yeah the ones that that know and really do you know they research yeah. um but then after like i feel like after a week and a half you like kind of relaxed yeah 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 and plus we was always with family and with yeah some, you know so there was wasn't just me looking out for her. it was just always everybody was yeah. looking out for us. everybody was around us yeah so it's a bad life it's a bad life it's a bad life everybody it's a bad life it's a bad life you know so it's just like all right cool i'm free <laughs> let me check my palm pilot i'm free <laughs> So when you uh, grew up again, when you grew up again. Still growing. <laughs> when you were like younger, did you ever think you would be successful or a star? Yeah, always felt like that. I always felt like, I always felt like I would be successful. I, Not even successful. Because I don't really, I'm not really with the cameras and all of that stuff. Like, if I could be rich and y'all not know me. No, I don't know be rich. And you know me. I'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be fine. Like, I don't, I don't need to be on camera and yeah. be rich, like, at the same time. Like, I always felt like I would have money. Always. Always. Like, always. I feel like, you, to a certain extent, you got to be delusional. Yeah. You know, you got to be. Not a certain extent. You have to be. Yeah. Because ain't nobody else going to believe what, what you believe. No. And you know what's funny? When I was, I had a little mental throwback for myself when I wrote down the question. When I was like growing up 11, 12 years old, I was so delusional that, you know how some kids have that imaginary friend mm -hmm. and they play with an imaginary friend? I didn't have that. Me neither. I was doing pretend interviews. I'm not kidding. I would pretend to... To give interviews and talk about my life, how I grew up and what I'm doing and whatever ex-boyfriend I was with and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I would like pretend that same when I was in college. So I I was going in college here. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was at that point, I don't know, 25. I was still being delusional in the car. I had an hour to ride. The whole hour I did interviews. How what would be if TMZ would call? <laughs> you know, this motherfucker broke my heart. I'm on my way to you know, right now. Have you ever watched <laughs> that's funny. Have you ever watched TMZ on t on TV? No. No. All right. So one time I was um I was watching TMZ and they had something where you could call in mm -hmm. and answer a question. <laughs> you know. I called in. You got nervous. I was super nervous because I was at work too, which was crazy. And they hit me back like, "Hey, listen, we're gonna get you on." Da, 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 da. No, thank you. I was, I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. I'm telling my boss at the time, I'm like, "Yo, I got to do this interview with TMZ." They're like, "TMZ? What you doing on TMZ?" <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I got to do that interview. <laughs> I got to do it. They're like, "Who are you?" It's like, fuck, TMZ would have talked to you for. This is amazing. So, yeah, I did. I was stupid nervous. Like, did you do was, it? 
Nah, they they ran out of time because they always did it like towards the end of their segment. So they only had like um, time to fit like a certain amount of people. Mm. So I was, I was like this. You see, I am sweating right now. That's how I was. Work. I was dumb nervous. I'm in the back. You know what I'm saying? And it was one of them chairs. Back and forth. Yeah, it was one of them adjustable chairs. (laughs) I was like, I didn't expect it to go all the way back. I almost fell off. This this shit was crazy. Yeah, it was, right. I was I was dumb nervous. Yeah, I'm dumb nervous. But see, I, was I also was I was practicing uh, signatures, like I would oh, practice yeah. like autographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still practice. Oh. But yeah, you have to be delusional yeah. if you want to make it. You have to be. Yeah, yeah. Be delusional. Yeah. Delusional and consistency. Those are yeah. the two, two, two. Pretend things. to be what you want to be. Yeah. The rest will follow. Yeah. Coming from Germany, right? So like. What was your goals coming to America? Like what like you was like, I right, when I get to America, I'm going to do this, this, and this when I get there. <laughs> or did you have any goals? Or because you know, you came in obviously as an au pair. Mm-hmm. Were you like, I'm gonna get out this lifestyle as soon as possible? Out of the au pair lifestyle? Yeah. No. So you didn't have it. Like, what was your goal? What was your end goal? I didn't have a goal. So you just came in? Yeah. On, on, the reason I came was because I was in an ending relationship and just wanted to get away as far from him as possible. Mm. That's that's my thing. I'm like the running ex-girlfriend. Mm. Yeah. Break you, up. You like you like Georgia. From yeah. Virginia and Georgia. I'm just running. You break up with me, I'm <laughs> switching states. You know? That's <laughs> just what I do. <laughs> that's funny but yeah that's why i came here i wanted to do something different i wanted to get away i was tired of the life i had in germany and it was the whole idea of america was decided within literally probably a week Mm. i decided okay i'm going look into that and i ordered that brochure Mm-hmm. And I came in the mail and my mom gave it to me and she said, what the hell are you doing? And I said, I'm going to America. <laughs> she didn't believe you. No. Mm-hmm. She knew I would never come back. Well, huh. they thought you was coming back, right? Yeah, I guess. For us, my mom was delusional about that. Uh-huh. Not quite, because we're coming back now, 10 years later. Right. But right. anyway. So no goals. No goals. And Not like, here- all right, I'm going to go there and I'm going I'm to find me a man and get married and all nah. this. Nah. After coming out of a relationship, I didn't want anything to do with men. I knew I'd come here and wanted to be a hoe. Mm. Honestly. I wanted to come here and just do something else. And and within three months, I was in America all of a sudden. I didn't know the language as well as I thought. And just lived with a family and wanted nothing to do with other German au pairs except Viola. And just met a lot of Americans. Mm. And I had no goal. I had a bucket list of things I wanted to do or see, like places. Like I wanted to go, you know, to New York and ice skate on... Uh, Rockefeller Center? Yeah. Okay. And see the tree. Mm-hmm. Or I wanted to go to Arizona, Niagara Falls. Certain things I did, but a lot of the things I didn't do. But that was mostly just... Or like sit at a Starbucks. It uh, was on my bucket list. But I had sit no... At Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. So... I had no goals coming here except having fun and just doing whatever I can for a year. 
That was my original plan to yeah. just stay here for 12 months and then go back. But then I met Viola and we extended for another year. And then I thought, okay, after two years, I will go home. But mm-hmm. then I was offered to go to school and I did that. That has to be weird moving in the whole family. You don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> talk to him a couple of times. Talk about, yeah, moving in. Speaking of delusional. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think I could do that. Yeah. I, 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 thinking back now as a mother, that is insane. Yeah. Like that my mom even let me go was insane. What if, I, what if our daughter wants to do that? No. Well, I probably would. Because I know the agencies and stuff like that. You know, like I know the industry, I guess. But what, like. What, what if. Okay. So say if we stay. In Germany yeah. now, forever, all right? Mm-hmm. And she grows up out there, and she wants to move to America now. Ooh. She knows she's American. Yeah. You know could. what I'm saying? She could. It would break my heart. She's an American citizen, and she knows. And she's like, but mom, you did it. <laughs> you did it, too. You know what's funny? That's exactly what I told my mom. Mm-hmm. You did it, too. You left Poland to go to Germany for you know, I think when she is at that age where she can do, for example, you know, work and travel or au pair stuff, mm-hmm. she's going to be at least 18 years old. Uh-huh. So I think at that point, who knows? Maybe I'm going to be like, you know what? Yeah, let's go with you. So you have at least, you know, you can go there. Yeah. You can live here and we're just going to be around you. I don't think I would have the heart to let her go by herself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, but I wouldn't want her to live knowing America the way I know it now. I wouldn't want her to be here by her, by herself. Yeah, that's a little scary. I don't think I could do it either. Just to let you know, <laughs> just to let you know, <laughs> do not leave. We are coming. <laughs> if you do, <laughs> we're, we're coming, coming with you. We're coming with you as well. Where do you think you would have be, or would be right? <laughs> would have be. <laughs> This is why we do the words. <laughs> Where do you think you would be right now if you would have never left New York? Still chilling. Smoking. Smoking. Hanging out. Hanging out. Playing flag football. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> I retired. As soon as I tore that Achilles, it was over. <laughs> I was like, this ain't the sport for me no more. <laughs> it's not worth it. They don't pay me enough. Paying too old. Did they pay you? No, no, I'm just saying. They ain't paying me, period. Fair I got to miss work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was playing. Because I was outside in recess playing. I'm like, Yikes. nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm yeah. good. So you think you wouldn't have changed your life almost the same way as you did here if you wouldn't have left New York? No, because when you're around the same people, it's the same kind of the same results when you're around the same people all the time that's true so when you you know you surround yourself with different people they got different ideas different views on things so you start to uh, expand your mind and and start thinking other things than the normal stuff that you're you're used to yeah regularly I so that's I wasn't, important yeah that's why they say you know you gotta surround yourself around people that would bring you further in life instead of yeah not saying that these people will bring me down because i control what you know what i'm saying not saying anybody will bring me down or but, anything. You, but it would just be the extent, same to a certain extent though you're being influenced by the people around you yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. so kind of if you want something better they do bring you down even if it's 
unintentionally or unintentionally, they do bring you down because they don't do nothing better for it, for themselves. Mm. And you hanging around them doesn't bring you any further either. Yeah. Because you're mm. comfortable in the situation. Yeah, that you're in. I think that's the thing. You get comfortable and you're just hanging out. You don't you don't really see any end goal really. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just hanging out and you don't think about it. I mean, you just chilling. Yeah, I'm with my boys, I'm chilling. Smoking. Where, where the hoes at tonight? You know what I'm saying? It's Thursday, ladies' night. Thursday. Yeah, we're going out. Right. Yeah, Thursday. We start Thursdays. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. football. Sunday fun day was my favorite. Sunday fun day is official. Yeah. I love was... Sunday fun days. Yeah. I still to this day. Can't yeah. wait to be in Germany and have a Sunday fun day. Yeah, but then we even play football. Sunday fun days for football. So it was all free. Just saying. Anyway. You know what I'm saying. Anyway. Um, but I was a little little different anyway. I kind of You sure are different. <laughs> I kind of um started surrounding myself with different people, different stages of my life. So Yeah. You know, you 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 be like, Oh, I'm hanging out with these people, then you switch up, get See, older, you start hanging out I with I think it's people, so fascinating. It's so fascinating about you. That you have so many different friends. Type of friends. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. When I've met Jeremy, I was like, who's your friend? Like, who's your best friend? He's like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you don't, you don't have, like, you, like me, I had the girls you met at the wedding. Uh-huh. We were that one clique. Mm-hmm. We were six girls, seven girls, and we would hang out every weekend. You would hang out with everybody. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. You like a little hoe going around friends. Yeah, I'm. I'm you're a friend hoe. You know what I mean? You got different friends for different for different things. Nah, you gotta have right of for everything. Yeah, we got. They ride out. They'll definitely ride out. Each group. <laughs> Call them up, like yo, shit about to go down. We need y'all niggas ride out with me. You know they would saying? all ride out with you. Some of them. So not everybody. But that's in any group. That could be your best best friend group that you say that that click of five or whatever. Yeah. They all ain't gonna ride out. Some the, of them scared. They used nah. They scared. None of my bitches were scared. Some of them were scared, <laughs> nervous. Get there, be like, but, I don't know what happened. I tripped. I got out the car. I don't know. My heel broke. I had to go get some masking tape. Like stop. No. All of a sudden, you can't find her. She gone. She would have went home. Nah, she would have been with another dude, man. Where the hell was Rachel at? She was, she done went home to tape up that heel that broke. <laughs> She's like, get out of here. Nah, all my, all my girls were ready to fight. I admire one of my friends, real close friend. Because um, he, that boy done lived on, in the South, West Coast, East Coast. He done traveled all different types of countries. Is he very loud? Yeah, he's very loud. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I admire him because he's able to, he's like a chameleon. So he's yeah. like able to, to adjust with yeah. anybody. But he's also very social. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah, able to adjust to any environment social. that he's in. Yeah. I mean, so. Everybody, I, I feel like everybody loves him. Yeah, yeah. Except Isabella. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. You know, he feels bad about that. But. <laughs> Um, Baby steps. But yeah, like I admire that type of person that is able to do that because I, I don't think I could be able to do that. 
I think it can. Now, now, maybe. Yeah. But now it's making... But, like, just... I I, I can adjust to whatever environment I'm in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm in... I'm back at the hood in the hood, like I'm I'm chilling. I'm I'm damn good. Yeah. Or if I'm at corporate corporate America. <laughs> corporate America in a meeting somewhere, yeah, I'm buttoned up. You know? I'm buttoned up. <laughs> so I'm buttoned Event up. Very well spoken. Well, as per the last email, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're not a social butterfly. And I'm not really. I'm I'm like when I'm in new situations, I feel like I have like social anxiety. But with people I know, I love hanging out. If they would, I would invite them every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love them. I love being around them. They make me feel good. They make, you know, they're just good friends. Yeah. And I would love to have everybody over all the time. I love being the host too. Not me. I know you do. I hate being a host because it's the whole cleanup process. I hate cleaning up. You love cleaning. I love... uh, I clean because, yeah, I don't love it. I just like to be clean. I just like everything in order. I need everything nice. Clean. The apartment has to look like nobody lives in it before people come over. Yeah. That's appointments. That's not friends. And they're (laughs) friends. So what? I don't want them to come in and be having to step over stuff. I promise you they wouldn't even notice. Yeah, no. Nah, they'll notice. They would not notice. They they not gonna say nothing, but they'll they notice. Not notice. I promise you that. We should we should do a test and do something like really really disgustingly somewhere, right? Like leaving a dildo out somewhere mm. and be like at the end of a night. By the way, did you did you see the dildo somewhere here? I promise you they wouldn't. Yeah, I promise you they will. Nah. All right. We'll try. We'll try. Mm-hmm. I already know where to put them. Where are you going to put them? I'm not going to say it now. You know, just in case they see this episode. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You're hilarious. No. No, I know. But yeah, like, uh, I just don't, that hosting, you know, when you're the host, you're spending the most money. But it's not about money for me. Yeah, I understand that. Especially if we have it. I understand that. I just don't feel like Jack just doesn't like spending money. Yeah. That's I'm another like, episode too. Yeah, I'm like I'm like uh He's like a I'm like the, the pops from Everybody Hates Chris. I'm I'm Nicola Dime and everything. Everything. He's like the what is it called? The crooch? The crooch. Yeah, like the <laughs> Nobody knows where you're going with Like you. the Donald Duck uh Oh Scrooge. Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck. You're Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge. Scrooge. Not Scrooge. 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 There you go. You're Scrooge. Yeah, I'll be Scrooge. Yeah. Cool. He's Scrooge. <laughs> and I'm like Daisy and Minnie Mouse. I like to prepare stuff and decorate and do all. I would go all the way out. And he's like, let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. I hate that. I hate it so much. That's sometimes, what I, I got, That's why I know I got to slow you down because you start getting, you start throwing, throwing shit in the cart like, like you, Jordan. <laughs> Steph Curry from half court. From the next aisle. I'll be in aisle seven. You be throwing it from aisle, aisle five. I'll be like, damn. What are you doing? Balling. <laughs> Jeez. Take it easy. I just like to make it nice. 
But yeah, I guess it is time to get up out of here. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, what else do you want to talk about? Do you have something else to say? That's good. I I appreciate this first episode. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good uh, exit uh, saying. A good exit saying. Should I say something in German or something? Yeah. Like what? Tschüss und bis bald. Tschüss und bis bald. That means bye and see you soon. Very good. Yeah, I've been I've been on my yeah, you know that app. Good. You know what I'm saying? Good. I've been on that app. They're not paying us to say it, but I've been on that app practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if if you are that app, holla at us. Call us. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you guys. Tschüss und bis bald. Bis bald. Bye. Bye. And see you soon. Love you guys. Peace.